BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Wolves Fancast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcoming you to the bosom that is Wolves Fancast for this uh, Christmas kind of Christmas special, because obviously it's the nearest podcast to Christmas, so we count it as the Christmas special. Uh, with the podcast this week, Luke Thompson. Hello. Dan Hughes. Merry Christmas, everyone. And Chris Merricks. Yes, happy Christmas, everybody. Gentlemen, how are we? Are we all good? Sound. Are yes. we in the Christmas spirit? Very so, much so. Are we welcoming the spirit of Christmas into no, our lives? Not yet. No, no. Not Why? He hates Christmas. Do you? I, I just I hate everything in life, <laughs> apart from wolves. <laughs> <laughs> I want to move seats. You can't hate everything in life. There must be some things you do enjoy. In Custard life. cakes. Oh. Custard cakes. Yeah. Okay, so wolves, custard, custard cakes, cakes and things can be threes down there. There's got to be a third. Tall women. Tall women. <laughs> and if you, you know me, you'll know why. Because <laughs> it's it's, a, it's satisfactory. So a tall woman approached you with a custard cake wearing a wolf's top. That that's it then. End game. Spot. Life. Oh, don't, actually, the miss is going to hit my ear. There. <laughs> Give her ideas. Life has peaked. <laughs> anyway, on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about the game against Ipswich. Uh, we're going to do Twitter Corner. We've got the annual Fancast Christmas quiz. The one thing that everybody turns up for is here. What bizarre questions has David thought of this year is what it is. But firstly, we'll start with Sheffield Wednesday. And Wolves kept themselves at the top of the championship with a 1-0 away win at Hillsborough. Neves, with a sublime goal, gave Wolves a win. And we're going to go into more details, gentlemen, especially the Neves goal. But firstly, what were people's thoughts in general of this victory on a, on a lovely, crisp Friday evening? Fucking freezing. That's what it was. It wasn't crisp. It was fucking cold. <laughs> I thought it was a great victory. Yeah. I think they are the sort of victories that win you league titles. You know, it's all right beating Bolton five one and beating Leeds four one at home, but when you're under a bit of pressure, you're playing against a good team. Even Sheffield Wednesday's league position is a bit false because their home record is actually fantastic. Mm. Um like 15th, I think, in the league. But they've only lost once at home all season. That was against Sheffield United. Ah, okay. There's a few draws in there, but they've only lost once at home, obviously before we played mm. them. Um, so I think when you look at it that way, I think their position is a bit false to sort of the quality that they've got in the squad. Um, they played well. They put us, well, I'd say they put us under pressure. Territory-wise, they put us under pressure. Second half, they came more yeah, into the game. I mean, they didn't yeah. really threaten the goal, so to speak, but the, ball, the, the game was played mainly in our half. Um but again, those are the sort of victories that win you the league titles. Mm. You know, a few fans was moaning because it wasn't a fluid, free-flowing attacking display. But Man City will have the same this season. They probably already have it. They played West Ham with week, only one, two, one. Um, Huddersfield as well. Yeah, Huddersfield. Yeah. Barcelona, they don't go out and just steamroll and beat teams six and seven nil every single week. And I think that's, I think what we've got to be wary of now is that and they will be of the belief now that every time we walk on the pitch we will beat a team 5-0 that's just the way Wolves fans work is it because of the results we've had previously this season yeah it is our expectation yeah. is going up so much yeah, there's going to be a realistic expectation of this is it's not going to be like this everywhere no 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 not at all not at all and there are going to be games where we're not the dominant team 
especially away from home when you're playing teams with a mm. good home record. And we're going to lose as well. Of course we're going to lose. Yeah. You know, we're, we're probably going to lose another five or six games this season. It's Just take it for what it is. If you win 10-0 or if you win 1-0, in the position that we're in, it doesn't really matter. It's three points. Dan and Chris, general thoughts before we get into it a bit more? We... <laughs> a w- win's a win. Yeah. There's no other way to, to, to look at it. I don't even get why people are even worried and throughout the whole game there even with all the fans there was never a feeling that we wasn't going to get the three points mm. even though we wasn't playing the best that we can play obviously not and yeah. we are going to make mistakes and people are going to have off days but we have now got players that can do what he did for his goal which from behind the goal was just phenomenal mm. it, it couldn't have gone in it was physically impossible looking for where we were and he's just slotted it in and Oh, they're just awesome, and but look at the defence; they were mm. superb again. Okay, the attack wasn't as fluid as it was, but defensively, they didn't have many chances to write arm about. And I just don't get why people get so frustrated with yeah, it. You know, we won the game. Just before we get on to Dan, Dan's got this kind of attire tonight that looks like he's about to read a poem out. This is my Steve Jobs outfit. <laughs> And then like a, a coffee bar, which is going to be one of those kind of, you got to really think about it poems. <laughs> the spotlight. Just like he was you, just there yeah. thinking, stroking his beard. I was like, what are you going to say? Just, I just couldn't put it any better than what Luke and Chris just said, to be honest. There was, there was quite a lot of opportunities where we did break on them. And the final pass, I mean, Caballero yeah. had that one chance he could have laid Costa in. There was a few times Doherty got down the right and the final ball was a bit... Well, the problem that I find, we've only got one up front, maximum... Most of the time, we only have two in the box, J- mm. Jota and Bonatini. And Bo- Bonatini seems to, last couple of games, I think he's been in a position in the in the box, really. I think he's been ang- hanging too far out instead of trying to get in the six-yard box. But I think defensively, it was a rock again, wasn't it? Let's talk about Nevis' goal firstly. We just, it's just, just sens- like, sensational. The just- commentary from whoever said it was absolutely genius. You just lord it out of Nevis when he's just saying it's, it's pure it, classic. He just passed it in. That's but he's done ridiculous. that. He's done that a few times. It's it just he's hit it right at the keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and everyone's like, oh, put your laces through it. Oh, <laughs> We've oh, all been out like, like failures like, and yeah, East Park, yeah, and yeah. even if yeah. we put our laces through the way he did it, he wasn't going the way. Yeah. It was it just went. class, wasn't it? Nevis is just a different class. We we are very very fortunate to watch him at the moment. So I think every time he graces a field, you just got to soak it in. Just his vision, his yeah. technique, everything just screams elite footballer. Mm. His levels above anything I else. I think in the a lot of the time when he field. does do a pass, and it doesn't go someone's because they're literally like a yard or two behind his vision. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'd agree with there's that. no blame landing at his door. He's too good. He's just that he's Champions League qualities. Well, no do you know what though? You go back if you'd have done a podcast twelve months ago and someone said that, but he has he's captain in the Champions League. He yeah, is yeah. a Champions League player. There's no there's no doubt about it's it. It's just ridiculous. Oh, I don't know who got man of the match, but never. Was was it wasn't it? Another player who was touted for it was Bolly. Like, he's, he's, he's just different class again. He's, he's, a, he's a level above anything. He's fateable in, in this league. league. We've only exactly. conceded something like we've only conceded two goals since he's come back into the. Defense. If if I'm right, I sort yeah, of saw probably. that around Twitter the other day. That wouldn't surprise me if that was if that was right. He's just awesome. He reads the game unbelievable. Mm. But then you've got Cody reads the game. Do, do you know what well? Bolly looks like? Do you know when you get a year eleven playing with your eight kids <laughs> on the playground? That's what it's like. Yeah, on a Sunday morning, yeah. someone's yeah. opening the folder to check his registration. <laughs> it's two years. Wasn't there that picture of Lukaku from years ago where yeah, he was like, in the same year 14, class? 15, yeah. Really? But yeah. that's what it's like. When I started secondary school, you know, we'd, we'd oh yeah, I'm in secondary school now. I'm a big man. Let's go and play the year tens because we're in class of football. He just couldn't get near him. Not because you know, just and that's just what because. it's like for Bolly because he's. One is a level above this league, if not two or even three. Um, physically, he's just a yeah, monster. Yeah, just unreal. He's an absolute beast. And it's funny because it looks like he's not even trying. Mm. He's, he's just so comfortable. What One thing that is worrying me at the moment, and I will have a, a little moan, even though I've just called our fans my goals for moaning, but I think Jota's gone off the boil. Do you think? Off, yeah, do I do. Think? I think he needs a rest. I think mm. the, quite a bit of the team look jaded at the moment. The only the only criticism I would make at the moment is that Sheffield Wednesday second half. That, that if you look at the highlights, there was a couple of points where they did get right in the heart defence, 
and they just no one had that clear touch. And there's almost a sense of when we go forward, we almost are trying to be so fancy in trying to score another goal mm. that we think, oh, we'd be fine because the defence is fine. But if another a team with a bit more of a clear instinct, like Cardiff and Sheffield United at the moment, we play against, they could still get a goal. We've got to be a bit more, a bit more ruthless, a bit more ruthless, and a, a bit more, a bit more clever because, um, like Dan said earlier. A few passes in the in the final third, attacking, mm. let us down. Now, when we get in the Premier League, that's what's going to hurt us. Yeah. You get, you know, you get that chance. You got to take it, yeah, exactly. Because they'll break, they'll get the chance, and they'll mm. pull it away, and they'll punish you. And there seemed to be a few weeks ago we were doing that killer instinct, and that seems to have boiled off a bit. Like, oh, we'll just take a time. Oh, I'll just try this flick. It's mm-hmm. like um, it was against Blues. Yeah, Costa tried to heal it over. Oh yeah, he tried to drag his studs out. Well, like like Cavalier Cavalier out. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you just think, no, just I, I know we just said don't, just you can't just leather it. But sometimes, that's all he had to do was chip it slightly, yeah. put it around the corner. But he as soon as he'd it. been out for so long, and I think he just needs like a goal to give him that bit more confidence to get him firing yeah, cylinders yeah. again. Now for him to try and round the keeper like he did, if we'd have ever dropped points that game. I would not have been a very happy man that evening. Well, that would have yeah. been the moment, wouldn't it? I wouldn't have hit him, but I wouldn't have been very happy that <laughs> you night. You got a point with Jota. I didn't watch the whole game back. I just saw the highlights. And there's one few minutes left, maybe, when we broke and Cavalero and Costa were running and there were acres of space. Jota, a month, six weeks ago, in my head, would have put it through to Costa, but he just rolled, I say rolled it, he just passed it to Cavalero, where it seemed that, he just seemed tired, Yeah, that that was the easy ball, you know, just knock it into, he, he done really well to win the ball, you know, he, he, he nudged the bloke off, but he just thought, just chip that out, let Costa run in behind, the bloke, defender's going to get drawn in, to, and then he's going to lay it back, or he's going to have a clear shot on goal, it's, and it just seemed like that, tired in the game, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know sorry, one of the main things I've noticed the last three or four games is the fact that Cavalero has been substituted instead of Jota and there's been quite yeah, a few games like, where Cavalero has been the biggest threat and yeah, Jota's yeah, yeah. still I don't think he's ever took Jota off he hasn't no. and Dan's exactly right I think against Sunderland and Blues well, yeah. for me Jota was the sub against Sheffield Wednesday as well Jota was the sub but he's keeping him on and I'm, I'm not it's not that Jota's playing bad you can just see that his levels dipped a little mm. bit. Yeah, and I mean Cavalero against Wednesday he didn't have the best of games, is he? But, but then see, I, I still think he was our best winger. Yeah, but I, think... I we was on a bit after the game that we were saying, oh, do you know what? I thought he was man of the match, and then we speak to the people that watched it on the telly, and they're like, oh nah, it, you know, slagging him off, saying he's being selfish. But I just saw the perspective from we were there. <laughs> we thought he played really well, and then you speak to people who just watched it on telly, yeah. and you think, well, did you? What have you seen down the other end of the pitch that, but that we that haven't seen? You get yeah, massively. From, yeah, yeah. I give him man the match. Like, it? Ryan Bennett, for example, people again, you know, would say he didn't have the greatest game. Was that the same in the stands? Yeah, a little bit. But then it was a clean sheet. He should have been substituted at half time. Ryan Bennett should. Yeah, his head went to well, be fair. A- apparently, went down to get a beer. Just as a point, ha- hats off to Sheffield Wednesday. They were serving Nunau's gold. Yeah, I saw that. That right. was genius. That was, really good. that was genius. I wanted one of the tags off the front, but some bastard nicked me to it. <laughs> Both been nicked. By the time we got down Another there, player. typical Wolverhampton. <laughs> yeah, player. I know. He, he, he proper need him there or something like that. Road sort of ran into his knee the way I saw it on telly. I think he struggled he with it, it was a blatant dead leg. The chance that they had in the first half, Bennett couldn't seem to get round Rhodes because Rhodes laid it off, didn't he? Mm, and then he just yeah. held him there and I thought, do you know what, he's probably... He, well, he hasn't. He's got pissed off and he's left yeah. one on him sort of thing. That was a bad miss for them though, wasn't he? He should have had the yeah. target. I think it, yeah. he's yeah. Yeah. in the target. You, you, he's got to be a Hit good to keep it out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He, he was like, oh, shit. How the hell has he got the ball where it was? He tried to like side foot finesse it, didn't he, in the, the top bin? Uh, another player who had a good game who the post match pundits um, looked at was uh, Doherty. Oh, on that God. week, he was fantastic. And he you look again, look back at some of the highlights post game, just really highlighted how this season he's he's just become a different player. He's, we signed Doherty for £75,000. Mm. In today's market, for me, he's worth fifteen mil. And it's odd that he Easy. can't make the starting eleven for Ireland at the minute. And again, you could put that down to how Martin O'Neill plays his Irish side, but still, he's got to be urging a call up. Yeah. I don't care if Denny Sue, when he's playing right back for the Republic of Ireland, or Cyrus Christie, Doherty's on. Cyrus Christie. On, 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 yeah. that's, that's, isn't that the right back? That's, yeah. that's what yeah, I mean. It's yeah. ridiculous. I know. He, he hasn't even. Like, has, he, has he been on the pitch for Ireland yet? No, no he's, been, in a couple of he's been in the squads. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's bonkers. Because yeah, he just brings a different. 
threat for any team going forward because he's that direct as a fullback. He's been great. Eh? Hmm. It's just that partnership with Cavalero. Mm. How we, they, like, there was that one bit where Cavalero had the ball and Doherty just like, stormed past three Sheffield Wednesday players and Cav just perfectly laid the ball off for him. They just all know how to play yeah. or how Nuno wants them to play anyway. So. And Vinny, Vinny Gray had a bit of a... Not, not a bad game per se, but perhaps... I, in, I was shocked that he subbed him, to be fair. I didn't think he played nah. that bad. Because first off, I didn't think he was... I think he was... The Sheffield Wednesday saw an opportunity there and targeted it. There was you, a few times that Casey Palmer, they had a bit of a duel and he sort of got one up on him, but from what we've seen of him in the past, I think he was a bit below par for mm, what he has done. He, he's a class player as he's well. Eight, he's 18. He's 18. Yeah, I know. He's, he's still young. I know. And, and do you know what? The way Douglas's injuries and all that's going to come, I think it will benefit him because mm. I don't see him as a starter for Douglas, but you have got to play him, yeah, you know, because exactly. over the course of the season, Douglas has shown. <laughs> He can be in and out for whatever different reasons. So he's going to set piece threat that Douglas brings as well as a massive thing. Mm. Yeah, for that corner's changed against Sheffield Wednesday. <coughs> we didn't have the two out wide with one putting his arms up in the air and then just deciding if it's going to go straight in or short. It's a classic thing that, that kind of someone puts their arm up when they take the corner. Like, like someone else is going, yeah, yeah, me. No, it. but they, that means something. Oh, does it? If you just put, say, if you put your right arm up, <coughs> cold, front post. Two arms, oh, back post. If you put the left arm up, it might be in the middle. I just thought it was the case of... That's like the... Well, that's the, it. Well, um, I was a kid playing football. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you was coach as a football, but... I mean, I, I took all the corners from our Sunday league team. And I, whether I put front post <laughs> or, or back post, it was wherever it ended up. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the same now. Head, that, shoulders, knees and toes. That meant so. Unless you was doing like the... Um, what was it? Who did it for a phobia away at Derby? That sh- that short woman he scored the other week. Oh, that was a good goal. Unless you're doing like one of them, yeah. everything is just hitting up yeah. as, as a as a corner <laughs> taker. Um, was there anyone else in particular who had a good game, bad game? You thought on on Friday? Cody again was class. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's get him on the plane. Get him on the get plane. Get him on the plane. Yeah. On the plane. But that, seriously, I can only think of two English centre halves <laughs> who are probably performing better than him this season. Yeah, uh, Stones and Maguire. Hmm. I wouldn't even say Stones. There you go, Maguire's been dropped recently. There you go, there's none. Get him on the plane. Get, get him on the plane, Sophie. If Hashtag, get him, get him on the plane. Let's get it trendy. <laughs> yeah. I, I could see it happening now. Even though I know... It might be nah. yeah, I, I, I don't know gate. why. I don't know why. I've just got a feeling that he's like... Yeah, you know, we'll take a punt. Could you like the Walcott when he was 17. Can we take him on that? Safegate is going to be Salam when he's sitting eating a pizza in his ball boy shoes. Thinking... I need to pick Connor Cody and build that team around him <laughs> yeah. in a back three. I think he's passing and just all the other England players. Do you remember the uh, Pizza Hut advert with yeah. Southgate after this? Yeah. Was it Euro 96? 96, yeah. yeah. No, with the, with the, uh, the bin, not the bin bag, the brain bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Do you remember the penalty? It's it's what? So it was, we had the Pizza advert and he was, him and Alan Anson did the ball boy shoes. Yes. And you, you were like a pair. Oh, you know what? My, uh, there was a documentary on Euro 96 last year before the Euros about England. Did you see that? No, at all and it talks about the Southgate penalty and my perception because I was very much like you know Southgate can't believe missed it perception completely changed after that yeah because didn't a lot just wouldn't take him no just... look, Ince basically wouldn't take it and you would have thought Ince would be the, the one to take it and basically they just ran out of, and, and they were just looking for volunteers and Southgate was like yeah I'll do it God. but if you're in that position you've got to respect the guy who's going yeah yeah, I'll poor do job. It. yeah poor you... and, but shame on the guys who are scared to take a penalty yeah, yeah. come exactly. on and if Ince is very skirmish, he won't properly answer the question. Yeah, because he knows he's a yellow belly deep there. If you watch that shootout back now, all the penalties apart from Southgate's was all top-notch penalties. Seaman had no chance, Kopka had no yeah. chance. I still get annoyed and by uh, Muller when he walked off copying Seaman with his hands yeah. on his hips. Oh! Well, I think it, when he copying um, Gascoigne, didn't... Because no, I think when it went in, Seaman's standing there with his hands on his hips, obviously devastated. And I think Muller then. I'm sure Gascoigne scored against someone and done that celebration. I can't. Always, I can't always as well rewatch the Gaza miss. You know, oh, when no, he just slides across. across and you're you know, like, oh. even when you watch it now, do you still think he's going to put the ball in the back? <laughs> yeah. isn't it? There was that. Wasn't the one like England tournament where they actually did a video and he actually scored the the, <laughs> the, the, the jig the video to like room to score. Was that fantasy football league? Might have been something Phoenix daft from like, the flames. yeah, Phoenix from the Flames. 
Okay. Uh, Pele so- was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. Who would be your uh, Who would be your working man's man of the match? The one who you would uh, doth the cap to and give a four pack of Carlin. Ruben. Would it be Ruben? Got to be. I went with Bolly in the group the other day. I, I, I think there was quite a few times when Nevers did his standard. But I don't, apart from the goal, I don't really remember him doing anything. He was just solid. But I mean, yeah, but Bolly kept all that new year on in the second half, and I thought that might have went against us, especially after what Matt Smith done against us. Yeah, and Bolly's assist as well. We, we talked about that, with the vision yeah. of Bolly's header to, to find Neves was. <laughs> honestly, you can't teach that. You can't. You can't. <laughs> Been out valid. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day, then another win. Another win. Yeah. Another yeah, win. Okay. Keeps us on top of the, the table for Christmas Day. And we're not, Lovely. you know, we're, we're 15 points off Villa if you take into consideration goal difference. That yeah. is, that's just amazing that's just nuts. to be able to get a dig in at Villa and say we're 15 <laughs> points in front of you. <laughs> you shit. Lovely stuff. It's still a long way to go, isn't it? A nice early Christmas present. Top of that table, regardless. Regardless. How many are we off third now? Is it eight? Eight at the minute. I mean, that's... Hey, Bristol City, my dark horse of the season. <laughs> They're doing all right, aren't they? Hey? They've got to fall away. <laughs> Sheffield United, have, they're gone. Is anyone else... I think if Villa beat Sheffield United this weekend, they're done Sheffield they're United. They're gone. Yeah, they're finishing about 14th. Is anybody a fan, not a fan of the Bristol City gifts for goal celebration? I think so they're quite fun. Cool, they're yeah, they're innovative them. for such a poxy club, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know what, what really makes me laugh on Twitter? How fans will be like, oh, look at your Tim Pot club, that's our Tim Pot, oh, lols. But if their club was doing it, they'd be like, fucking hell, it's actually quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Wars, head of the game yet again. <laughs> right, we're going to talk about the game on Saturday, just before Christmas Wolves take on Mick McCarthy's Ipswich Town. Mick is back. He's Mad back. Mick. He's Return back. of the Mick. Um, and just before we go into a bit more detail about it, we're just going to hear from Ben from the Blue Monday podcast. And he's going to give us his lowdown of what we should think about Ipswich at the weekend. Hello, this is Ben from the Blue Monday podcast. Happy to be here on the Wolves fancast. And I have been given five questions to answer by the boys. The first one, asking for my general thoughts on our season so far. Well, it's been a rather weird and wonderful season. It was terrible last year. We finished 16th. And finally, Mick spent some money. Joe Garner, Martin Waghorn, Emma Hughes, all come in. Burson Selina on loan. We win the first five games on the trot, incredibly, um, with a load of injuries and are right up the top of the league. Um, Mick spent the remaining few months trying to find a system to fit in his attacking players and has ended up with a 4-2-3-1 with Joe Garner at the head of it and Selena Waghorn and normally McGoldrick supporting. That has got us a lot of goals, but we're quite open, so... We're a lot more exciting to watch than we were, but whether it's a sustainable way to play football and finish in the top eight or nine, only time will tell. Um, The fans' opinion on Mick McCarthy is very, very split. Um, There are those people who think, well, he's massively knowledgeable, massively experienced, and Given the shackles put on him by owner Marcus Evans not spending any money, he's doing pretty much as good a job as he could do. And if he even got a bit more money in January, we might even be able to go another place or two up the table. There are other people that feel that he's outdated, that he's a little bit sulky and tends to have little digs at the fans in press conferences. They find his football a bit cautious and they would like to see someone new in. I guess after 16 years in the championship and five years in McCarthy, people think the grass is greener. Um, I like him. The only way we'll ever know, though, is if he goes and the team will either go up the table or down the table, but we will find out. Um, Key danger men for Wolves to look out for on Saturday. Uh, Chambers is a strong captain at the back and Bialkowski, the goalkeeper, can be very hard to get past at times. Webster is a good ball playing centre half. Um, and then it's the front four, really. If we play 4 2 3 1, Burson Selina on loan from Man City is very, very good at dribbling but um, and very pacey. But if you have Douglas or Vinaigray, um, or no, it would be the other side, wouldn't it? It would be Doherty 
working him, you can neutralise him by working him backwards. David McGoldrick may or may not be fit. If he is fit, he's very, very good on the ball. Martin Waghorn's a great direct striker and a great finisher, and he's obviously got 10 goals, so he's working very well. And Joe Garner is horrible to play against. If he's on your team, you love him. If not, you're going to see lots of little niggly fouling and yelling at the defenders, but he's very good in the air and very effective, so those are the danger men. Who am I wary from Wolves? Well, I was at the Wolves game against Sheffield Wednesday on Friday last week at Hillsborough, and I could pretty much reel off half the team. Obviously, John Ruddy hasn't endeared himself to Ipswich fans over the years, playing in goal for Norwich and over-celebrating goals against Ipswich. Um, Bolly, I must say, looked like he was in about second gear um, and finding it very, very easy. I was very impressed with him. Doherty was fantastic, the right wing-back. Loved... Um, how he used the ball and got up and down. Only a couple of teams in the championship, you and sort of Sheffield United, play with proper wing-backs, so I really enjoyed him. Um, Bonatini, didn't see much of him against Sheffield Wednesday. Cavaliero looks very talented, but slightly frustrating. Jota looks very skillful, But obviously um, it kind of goes without saying that Neves looks like a man playing against children in the championship. Very, very good player. Um, how do I think the game will go? Um, in my dream world, we'll bore you senseless and get a point or nick something even better but in reality from what I saw against Sheffield Wednesday Wolves will come out with the three centre halves which means if Mick goes with one up front you'll have two spare guys at the back and dominate possession Um, if he chooses to do that we really need to keep our shape and hope for something like Sunderland did the only other way to play against Wolves I can see is to press and try and play them at their own game, which could result in a high-scoring victory for Ipswich, or could, uh, when I say high-scoring, I mean we could nick a 3-2 or something, um, or it could result in us getting absolutely battered. You would think, uh, given McCarthy's cautious nature, he's going to sit back, so Wolves possibly by two goals. Um, Thank you very much for having me on. Enjoy the game, and if you care to, please check out our tribute to your former manager, Mick McCarthy. Type in, welcome to the world of Mick McCarthy, on YouTube and have a good laugh. You'll probably recognise some of the references. Good luck for the rest of the season starting on Sunday. So that's Ben there from the Blue Monday podcast. Thanks for uh, giving us your info. Gentlemen, Ipswich then on Saturday. Anything in terms of what Ben said, firstly? Anything interesting or noteworthy in terms of Ipswich target There's men? Nothing or... interesting. No. <laughs> He's us two years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, fan, the, fan, the fans are split. Yeah, yeah. McCarthy still dated. winding up yeah. the fans Football by boring. being a belligerent old fool. <laughs> but with the budget that he's always worked on, he's he's always excelled himself, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean Ipswich uh, eighth in the league at the minute. The two points off playoffs. Uh, they won their last game uh, at home to Reading two 0 and their last one away on the twenty eighth of November uh, to Derby one 0 Now we've never been a Mick side or a Mick Ipswich side uh, since he's left. Do you think? There was still a bit of a monkey on the back with fans that, oh, we can't beat the style of football of Mick McCarthy and that if we do win at the weekend, there'll be a sense of relief with certain sections of the fans. Yeah, it's a season of firsts, isn't it? With, yeah. with some of the places we've been and picked up points. <coughs> Reading, Derby, just to name two. And Yeah, I think you do just naturally associate stuff like that. He's our old gaffer. He, he must love coming back and taking points off us yeah, yeah. in some way or form, or just stopping us playing. He probably gets more of a buzz off that, thinking <laughs> I've fucking annoyed everyone <laughs> in the in the stadium. I genuinely think he gets a kick out. Of yeah, it, but. we got close last season. I was in nil nil at home. Uh, Bodvos missing a penalty in the first half. Oh. What happened away then? Did we draw away? Obviously? Yeah, yeah, nil nil again. I think. But what what do we think of? Switch then from obviously Ben's comments. Is it one of those games where do we think they might just put ten men behind the ball again, like Sunderland did? Or oh, they are. Most might, teams will come into Molyneux now. Yeah, so they're eighth. They're eighth in the minute. Yeah, I was surprised there was eighth. Yeah, only two points behind playoffs, so they get, they having different results. Don't you know? They they do go for a, a bit of a run before losing and pick up a run again. Typical Championship team. I think. I've got oil for to play from either anymore, have they? Yeah, though he'll be won't be able to play with so. him. So. Whoever's behind I awful and is starting for them on Saturday, we're going to batter them. <laughs> is there no one from Ipswich at all? Like, like Ben mentioned, you're thinking, oh, you know, he could cause a bit of a problem there. Garner, Chris Kiwamia. Yeah, they've got, they got, they got some experience at that. McGoldrick, the keeper, the centre half, Chambers, did he say? Yeah. Wasn't he, we thinking that we were maybe going to look at him a few seasons ago? I think they've got 
some good experience, but it's, it's again squad for squad, player for player. They're nowhere near us. Mm. He's on about they spent money. Now we've spent money. It's a different. Yeah. It's a different. It's a game. different league now, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. But then it wouldn't surprise me if it was a a bourgeois type affair again. Mm. But then it's up to us to to break them down. And I, I genuinely think that they'll have been working on different ways to play. He changed the formation, didn't he, against Sunderland? Mm. Okay, he didn't score, but he may switch it if the game's going that way a bit earlier. And, and what do you think for Wolves, Wolves sideways? Do you think we're going to see the, the consistent side you've seen before? Unless Douglas is now fit again, that he'll come back in. Or do you think he might change up? For example, do you give Costa a start over Cavalera? Do you try and I don't think he's warranted a start yet, to be nah, honest. I agree with that. Is there a sense of freshening up? I think Benny might drop out. I don't, I don't think... I don't, I don't think so. It's because we keep keeping ex Norwich boys in him. Him and Rudy, I think he'll just want to. They'll want to play, won't they? Mm. Against it's a standard switch. thing. You don't change a winning side, and in the defence out of all that side have been probably the most consistent. Well, they've been the most consistent, haven't they? Because you're trying to pick a weak link in so much good. But and, and if you were going to do that, you probably would drop Bennett and, and you know bring somebody else in. But I doubt. It, Douglas to come back in if he's fit mm. and I think that'll be and is it like Luke mentioned before is it a bit of maybe changing game management as the game goes on for example do you sub Jota if you don't think he's doing as well if Cavs doing better he hasn't really changed it for, th- for the 20 odd games we've played mm. has he so why would he do it I think you just rely on Jota just to do, pull something out of the ass when things mm. are going a bit against us um, I think Wolves again. I think I saw this on Twitter. Really, Wolves have made the least amount of changes this season so far. So I'm like 25 or something, which is if it's a boss, they'll yeah. fix it. It's a classic case of that, isn't it? He's not going to change yeah. something when uh, you know we keep winning, we keep picking up points. It, it's not going to change, and even if we got beat or when when we next get beat, I, I don't think it'd be a knee jerk reaction and change it unless someone had an absolute. Mayor and yeah, just needed yeah. to take him out the firing line for a bit, but yeah, I can't see anything. I don't think we'll ever. In. I don't think he'll ever change the formation because he won't everyone the formation. knows the role now. And mm. your two centre midfielders, you, them are just like for like replacements. You fall back some. It's only the striker, really. It's only during a game, isn't it? Where if whatever the way we play hasn't been working, he will mm. look to do something a bit different. But it's not going to be major. And it's like we mentioned before as well, is there this thing now, going to this game, we've got to be a bit more realistic about expectations this side. If it's nil-nil after 60 minutes, it's that's fine. It, yeah. it can be nil-nil after 60 minutes. Yeah. It, Prove we can win games 1-0, and it, it doesn't really matter when we scored the goal. Scored the goal really early, considering against Blues. Mm. Defended then. Sheffield Wednesday, early-ish again, but a, a bit later on in the game. Mm. Rely on the defence if you nick a goal, or rely on the players up front to get you a goal. Just in Nuno, we trust. But in Nuno's gold, that's all it. Drink know. it down, great. We don't even have that Molyneux to disgrace. Really. <laughs> what's uh, predi- well, we'll get into everything else then. And then, so what's predictions then for Saturday? Uh, Saturday at three o'clock afternoon, just before Christmas. Wolves versus Ipswich. Uh, Luke Thompson, I'll come to you first. Sir. Um, it's going to be. Uh, there's never many goals. It's a between. Checking like first goal scorer there, or <laughs> yeah, Avard Flav three to one. <laughs> I think two nil, two nil Wolves, two nil Wolves. Dan, yeah, two nil Wolves, two nil Wolves. Yeah, generic two nil, generic two nil. All day. I go for two one. Mix it up a bit. Well, yeah, I will. Yeah, spice Wolves. it up. Yeah, Mix it up by saying Christmas spice. <laughs> Mix up by saying six no. Someone stole Jura Pace and I like would be Bolton five one and five, yeah five one. Yeah. Leeds 4-1 I still think someone's going to get a paste in this season. I'm talking six seven or eight. Six seven. Someone is going to get a paste in Burton at home maybe. Yeah. It's all about. They all put. They all put ten men behind the ball. Yeah. Put everyone. They're four 0 away. They're banging trouble as well. Mm. Yeah. It's all about edge. Wolves getting that first goal, then teams having to come out at us. Is that the thing though with Ipswich? If Wolves get an early goal. Is it the case that we will just sit back and right, that's it, done and dusted, or will it switch? It, it, it's odd how what, what the, the approach it switch might take. Nuno's got that. Well, he's known for um, ugly wins as well, isn't he? Mm. He ain't gonna risk us um, doing anything daft. Basically, Nuno's got it covered. Of course, don't don't even doubt. <laughs> Nuno needs to be entrusted with the Brexit negotiations because <laughs> he can just the man can do it all. If he could sort out... Yeah, we'd be on stage eight now of the negotiations if he does. 
Have the tactics board. Trade agreements have already been sorted. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right, let's do a Twitter corner then. It's your chance to send us your questions, walls or non-walls related, and we will answer them. I think Luke's checking them out at the minute. I think he's doing some research, isn't he? Oh, I'm just trying to um, find an accumulator. He's literally on Boreham Wood. <laughs> Who was that against? Boreham Wood. Dartford. Boreham Wood against Dartford. And he's gone for Boreham Wood at 7-10. to 10. Six, uh, They haven't kicked off yet, have they? <laughs> right, anyway. Twitter corner questions. Uh, Chris Wood... If you were to receive a Wolves retro kit for Christmas, which one would it be? Fire marks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. Now you can talk to somebody <laughs> says your name. We never had them games. Who would you have on the back of the shirt? Oh. David the, Kelly. The, where, where the skid I don't think so. I, I, I think when I first came on the pod, I said Robbie Dennison was my favourite player, so I'm going Dennison. Dennison. Who would you have, please? You'd have to save your pocket money up there. Fucking long name, mate. <laughs> Yeah, he's a two pound a letter. <laughs> yeah. All the all the um, the Bloody poor kids all had um, four and rye because they couldn't afford a big man <laughs> yeah. like Olive and John. Did Shama Rankin play in the skid mark? Mm, no, nah, it would have been like I think it um, would have been tight with Rankin. I'm trying to think of the midfields like um, I think he did Paul Cook and Cook. I would have gone Keith Down in them sort of ball nine, just obvious or much. Yeah. yeah. You you on the toys as well, Chris? Yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just. Gonna describe, <laughs> I think we need to redo the question, excluding the toy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that was my first ever kit, the toy mark one. I loved it. Even the blue away kit yeah, was, was, was a Bobby Dazzler. Yeah, that blue away kit was quality. Uh, Jay Anderson, uh, will clipboard Connor be wearing an elf hat on Saturday? Yes, he will. Yes. Put tip your mic up. No, no just tip, tip it up a bit. That's no uh, other way, other way. That's it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> What's that? What's the? What's that? Your, your, uh, your mate Aidan Callahan. Oh yeah, he yeah, sent yeah. a question in. You ready for this? Go on then. Uh, what are quantum gravity's alternatives to string theory? Google gold. Search Google. <laughs> New now. We're just a bunch of virgins oh, you, doing a podcast can, can out of someone's uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. mom's kitchen. <laughs> can you just repeat the question, please? Uh, what are quantum gravity's alternatives to string theory? Luke's just gonna have a ponder of that. You don't even know what to type there. Do you? <laughs> quantum, <laughs> quant- quantum, quantum leap. That was on Paramount, wasn't it? Quantum of solace. Quantum leap. Quantum leap. Show. Uh, Robbie Tinsley, what would you buy Nuno for Christmas? A woodpecker gin chaser. <laughs> Secret Santa, ten pound limit. Ten pound limit. I would get him. Get him a crate of Nuno's gold. And he was gold. Yeah. Order it from Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. Probably cost you more in postage packaging. Worth <laughs> yeah. every penny. Going out of the limit. What's everyone else buying Nuno for Christmas? I'll get him a copy of Football Manager. Yeah. Like a 2008 edition so he can get the tenner. No, I'll get him Football Manager. No, I'll get him CM, R1, R2, Preload Wolves with Tontons Island Makoko and Chernow Sandbrook top and say, do what you've got to do. Run with that. <laughs> anyone else? Anyone else for a Nuno Christmas present? He's got, he's got it all. Yeah, he has got it all. Is he married? I don't know. Is, has anyone seen Mrs. Nuno? No. Joel Stubbs, uh, what's something that what's something that will always be in fashion no matter how time passes? Flares. Really? Yeah. <laughs> They're in. I never see you wear flares. I've got Titan flares. <laughs> all Scotland away. So flares. Anything else? Anything <laughs> else is sword. always gonna be in fashion no matter what? Mullets. Nuno's beard yeah so we're looking for Nuno wearing flares and a mullet <laughs> and that's yeah, the <laughs> uh, what's more bitter this is from Keith Rhodes uh, a thousand lemons or opposition managers on our spending I've not really seen opposition managers talk about our spending uh, yeah, opposition fans Bruce was yeah. one of the main ones when they Bruce is still going on about it isn't he Cottrell still moaning about block shots <laughs> <laughs> It's it, you know what, it's, technology. It's but, been very, very funny watching other yeah. fans. But it's funny though because in other circumstances we would be the same with other teams. Wouldn't we? We'd be saying the same. It's, thing. it's just an easy excuse when you're let down by your team. That's, yeah. that's all it is. I think the thing is right. What are we meant to do? Oh, we've got loads of money. Let's keep it in the bank. <laughs> no, you're gonna th- you're gonna spend <laughs> it. Oh, aren't you? Let's top up our ices. <laughs> 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 before before Brexit goes through yeah, and the pound yeah. crashes. Yeah, before the 1st of April, top of But, you know what, it, I, I love I'm, it because 
opposition fans will be like, who's your top of the league? Who's spent loads of money? But if they had loads of money, their expectation would be that their team it's spent that it's money it's on quality yeah, players. It's the same yeah. thing with Mendes, isn't it? People say, oh, Mendes, that's not right there. But if you had Mendes, you'd be yeah. complaining, wouldn't it's you? It's not the money we've spent, it's the players they've spent it on. Yeah. Because we've brought a lot of shit in the past. It's not when you've got Brewer, the prime example. Yeah, at the moment, yeah. Spending massive money and not getting the right... Nucleus of players. Yeah, uh, finally, Jay Devereux Petch, uh, what goes on a Boxing Day sandwich? It's a Boxing Day, it's post Christmas. What leftovers do you have on your sandwich? Luke is giving me this look of what the hell is. I think of bacon, sausage, and egg. Yeah, no leftovers. Yeah. Pigs in blankets and <sighs> apple sauce. Apple sauce? Really? Oh my god, you've no. got to have apple no, sauce. No, you can't. No. If you don't have apple sauce on your Christmas dinner, you're a wrongan. Well, I'm a wrongan then. We're all a wrongan. You're yeah. a wrongan, man. Yeah. Apple sauce. I'm with you. No. Apple sauce. No. Oh my yeah. god. No, it's not. Apple. That's what I'll get new now. Secret Santa. Apple <laughs> sauce. Yeah. Last bit of the podcast, everyone. It's the Fancast Christmas quiz. <laughs> Sound more enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how to react. I don't know what the question is going to be. What's, that? What's the prize, is Dave? Um, the prize is you'd be glad to know the satisfaction of knowing that you won. Uh, so the opportunity to update your Twitter bio. Right, are we ready for this? And the fancast Christmas, the annual yeah. quiz, of course. Some of it is um, choice. Some of it you've got to give me an answer. I know it's a bit hard. Is it fastest finger first? Fastest finger. Just give me an answer. That's all we're doing. <laughs> fancast Christmas quiz. Why don't you play along at home at WWFC Fancast on Twitter? Uh, what if you're driving now? Because you no. have to keep looking down, like pausing <laughs> yeah. it. So. Um, let us know how you got on. Let us know how you got on. Anyway, first question. Are we all ready? Yeah. Is yeah. it all walls related questions? Yeah, basically, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, they've been verified. Not verified, varied. Okay. You know, they're mixed up a bit, you know, for enjoyment. Come on, Lou. Trust, okay. trust in the quiz. Okay. I'm trust in the zone. I'm in the zone. With beer. No. Noonan's gold. And the winner is. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, question one. So what came first, the birth of Matt Doherty, or Doherty, or the cinematic release of Mighty Ducks? What came first, the birth of Matt Doherty, or the cinematic release of Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Ducks. So we've got Mighty Ducks. 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 Oh, Luke's really thinking here. Really thinking. The birth of... I want to uh, say Mighty Ducks was about 94, wasn't it? Matt Ducks. I'm not going to say. God. Are we all against teacher real or are we just against the questions? I'm going to go against the ground. I'm going to say Matt Doherty. Matt Doherty. The answer is Matt Doherty. That's Born 16th of Jan, uh, 92. Uh, Mighty Ducks came out the 2nd of October of that year. Uh, <laughs> Well, he's giving dead. Do you know what the uh, the odd connection is between Matt Doherty and Mighty Ducks? He runs like a duck. No, there is a genuine connection, kind of. <laughs> genuine kind of connection. connection. Uh, one of the cast of Mighty Ducks is also called Matt Doherty. Oh well, there we go. There's a little 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 plug for you. Tedious link. That is, <laughs> that is brilliant. Dave. So 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 Luke Luke one nil off to everyone else. Right, number two, Stefan Everson is currently playing his trade at Swedish third division side. Alvix IK, true or false? Stefan Eason is currently playing his trade at a Swedish third division side, Alvix IK. Start at the other end. Don't come to me first. Well, oh, false. False, he's going for false. Ooh. Hold on. Everson was old when he came to us, wasn't he? I know, but I mean, you could play third yeah. division. <laughs> Do you know who actually plays in the Swedish third division? Tonton Zana Makoko. Yeah. Maybe he plays with Stefan Eason. Could do. Could do. You need to tell me. I wouldn't say false. You can say false. I'm. I'm gonna go with true. True. And Chris. True. True. Just because I Luke's at it again. It's false. He actually plays for Norwegian fourth division side SK Hugar. Now you know that. He won't put in an acker on. He's researching the answers. He's since 2016, 11 goals in 14 appearances. God, that's some return. That is. How old is he? I didn't look that far. This is Wikipedia for you. Anyway. So just, a, just a soft one. How did you find it, that Swedish third division team? That seemed, it seemed too detailed to not be wrong. I literally yeah, wikipedia Swedish third division teams and picked one I could pronounce. You're a sick old Dave. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... Uh, two- can I just tell you there? Yeah. How many questions are in this quiz? There are ten questions. Oh, we're still, okay. we're still, we're still in, in this. Come on, lads. We're come on. Yeah, the bed here. So it's 2 nil nil. Anyway, question three. How much did Darren Potter sign for Wolves in 2007? I think I know. And I'm going for nearest answer. 2007... How much did Darren Potter sign for? Which is he playing for? Like, can't even remember who signed him. For. Well, he was there. I don't yeah. think he's at Liverpool. Was it Liverpool? Yeah, we signed him from Liverpool. We're from yeah. Liverpool, but the fee. I think he's at Rotherham now. I'm going to say 
would it take to purchase the world's most expensive painting? And now the world's most expensive painting, if you need to know, is Pablo Picasso's La Femme Aguerre, sold in New York in 2015. Very much. I'm not going to say. <laughs> You've got to tell me <laughs> how many of a Rubenesant transfer fee would it take to purchase the world's most expensive painting? I am going first again. I'm, I'm blocking one of you two in here. And let us know oh, how you yeah, get on, on Twitter. I do yeah. UFC fancast on uh, Twitter. Uh, Facebook Wolves fancast, of course. Can you get 10 out of 10 on this quiz? <laughs> I'm going to say... Luke is going first here. He's putting, he's putting the, the number out. 45,000. So you'd think it'll take 45,000 Neves transfers. 45,000 times, times 15, 15 million. Point, point what would that million. be? A lot. I'm sure the world's most famous painting is... Well, expensive pounds is about a billion pound. Okay, you could probably buy half of Africa for that. So you think in forty? Was it a hundred million? I don't know. So you've said your number. Oh, right. no, I'll stick, <laughs> sorry. I'll stick so Luke thinks forty-five thousand worth Ruben, Ruben Nevers. That's a lot, ain't it? <laughs> you've, you've said it now. I'm I, it, it could be enough. You don't know. <laughs> what else are we gonna go for? Chris is doing his maths. Forty-four thousand. <laughs> <laughs> What's Chris's D's maths? I'm going to go for a nice round 30. 30. 30 Ruben Neves. 31. 31. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you uh, the world's most expensive painting sold for 179 million. Oh, I thought it was billion. So yeah, it, would be, it would be 11 Ruben Neves. Would get it. Disaster. This is crazy. Hold on. 450 no. million. I went for. What did you say? I went for. I, I thought it'd be about 450 million. I thought. I don't know why. Fucking 45. I don't know why because I've only ever brought paintings. So it's four three one. Yeah. The It looks like it's between Chris and Luke. You can still claw it back, Luke. Dan can't win though. No, I can finish no. joint second. <laughs> Question number nine, right? I had a, I had a little chat with your boy Tim Spears over the weekend. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> a little chat. I asked Tim Spears what was his favourite Harry Potter film. Oh. What did he say? Let me give you a recap, of course. We've got the uh, Philosopher's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, Chamber of Secrets Prisoner of Azkaban, Azkaban Goblet, Goblet of, of Fire, Fire, Order of the Phoenix, Harper Prince, and the two parts of the Deathly Hallows. If so it what? wasn't the Prisoner of Azkaban, I don't want to know because Ian Brown's in it. And as far as I'm concerned, King Monkey's God. <laughs> Azkaban. So we've got two Azkabans. Two Azkabans. Of course you can because I think it's the right answer. Oh, no, oh, I'm giving a different one then. Okay, so one Azkaban. <laughs> what else are we going to No, for? I'm giving Azkaban because Ian Brown's <laughs> in it. Two Azkabans. Luke. So, I have got a clue. So we've got, right, Philosopher's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, Order of the Phoenix, Half Blood Prince, and the Two Deathly Hallows. I don't know if to just say the same as Chris and then gamble for the last question for the draw. <laughs> or he could get it right. Yeah, shit or bust, eh? What are you going to go for? Shit or bust, fuck it. I'm going to go for... <laughs> Harry Potter and the Night of Cinderella's. <laughs> the fifth one that you said. <laughs> Order of the, the Goblet of Fire. Order of the Phoenix. I don't know. Chris is doing his maths. No, it's the Goblet of Fire. The Fellowship of the Ring. No, go on, we've got... The Stone, the oh. Chamber... <laughs> The, the prisoner, the prisoner, half blood prince, goblet of fire, the goblet, and then the half blood prince. No, that's phoenix. All of the phoenix is before um, prince. You're the quiz master. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All of the phoenix. Well, the uh, answer was Luke. So close. Half blood prince is just the next oh, one. Oh. So this is basically for Chris to win. Come on, Luke to tie it, which I have no tie question. I can't stop <laughs> the wrestling virgin points. <laughs> Come on, Dan. <laughs> Here we go. Last question then, which is a nostalgia question. On this day, 20 years ago, Wolf striker Jason Roberts signed on loan to Torquay. What's the significant stat about Jason Roberts' time at the club? Was it A, he scored on his debut, B, was sent off on his debut, C, never made a first-team appearance? So, uh, Jason Roberts, he... 20 years ago today, signed for Torquay on loan, but did he score on his debut for Wolves, sent off on his debut for Wolves, or actually never made a first team appearance? Never made a first team appearance. He can't have the same answer now, because that's just cheating. No, because I don't think it is that. Okay. I don't know why. I think the sending off. He he signed from Hayes, didn't he? Um, I don't know why I remember He did sign for Hayes. He did. (laughs) 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 He did sign for Hayes, from Hayes. From Hayes, yeah. Do you remember how much it was? 45,000. Can we have the close to this the winner gets five points? No, no. No. 
Is it anyway, forty-five thousand? No, it was two hundred fifty k. That much? Yeah, yeah. I've got to have played. Mark McGee, Mark McGee, sorry. Anyway, so you're going for the not played. I had spent the, that I'm, much money. I'm sorry. You said it now. You said I, the not I said not played first. So Dan, what are you saying? I'm saying not played not first. Not playing as well. Chris is saying actually. I think, that might be right, but I'm going to go with the sent off. Sent off. Yeah. I will tell you that for the first time ever, Chris. It's going to be a tie. Yeah! <laughs> oh my, I'm genuinely pumped up for this now. I swear to I feel like I've just had about 50 extra tablets. Can you recheck your answers, please? Uh, no, he's true. He never made first team appearance. Thanks, Dan. Oh, Dan got an assist there. He got. I've spent my arse in the career on the wing. <laughs> oh, someone's going to tell me otherwise now on Twitter, aren't they? Anyway, so I need a tiebreaker question. The tiebreaker question will simply be fancast related. And it will be nearest number. How many followers does Wolves Fancast have on Twitter? How many followers does Wolves Fancast have on Twitter? We should do it blind because these two are just going to. Well, why don't you write it on your phone? So both put it on your phone and hide it from each other, and then we'll have an adjudication. Hold on, will you check that he's not going to go on Twitter and check? (laughs) Hang on, (laughs) 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 don't look at me. Happens Twitter. No, I won't. I won't cheat. If I get the exact yeah, figure, can I win? The exact <laughs> number. I will adjudicate Chris's answer. His phone is yeah. off. He's waiting for it to come back on. Hang on. Hang on. Let's do it on. Or oh, Chris is going to find a, an old piece of paper and write it down. Yeah. Here we go. Hang on. Can we check that. I need to check for adjudication, Luke, that you're not going on Twitter here. No. Right. Okay. 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 Right. Nah. For adjudication, that's what Chris thinks we have on Twitter. Oh, I don't know where I've got is, my number is, from is, either. His number's log, locked it, in here. You tell you how many Ruben Neves is. How many followers does uh, Wolves Fancast no, have on, on Twitter? I want to change you. You want it in, it's in. It's in, it's locked. <laughs> Deadlock. Deadlock. Right, I think, right, just for education, Luke, can I please see your number? Ah, uh, 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 don't look. Okay, right, yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay, fair enough, yeah, okay. So... Could you both uh, please just read out your numbers? How many followers do you think Wolves Fancast has? <laughs> <laughs> 45,000. Yeah. Wow. They've, they've really underestimated the page, haven't they? I think they have. So anyway, Chris, go. go on. Isn't it something like 25,467? Uh, 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 no, it's not that bloody Damn. Hard. I've anyway. gone for... Go on. It's the highest number wins here. Yeah. Go oh, on. 3,000. 3,687, three, I believe Chris has gone for. 7,263. Oh. And the follower count, gentlemen, come on, do your bloody fancast research here. It's going to be about 13,104 13, followers on Twitter. Which I was means the closest. <laughs> Luke took an early lead, pegged back. You read it wrong, Dave. <laughs> 13,697. Um, well played, mate. And that is okay. it. Luke Thompson well is done. the uh, well fancast done, Christmas quiz winner 2017. Luke, who would you like to thank for your victory? Oh, God, I've got to start off by thanking God. Um, I'd like to thank Nuno's beard as well, because it inspired me. There's some yeah. dark times in that quiz, but when I just envisaged Nuno's beard and a 40-yard Ruben Neves pass, it, it just got me through. Because you started, you started the quiz pretty well, and then Chris kind of pegged it back. So how, what helped you kind of get back? That could resemble our season. I mean, it, it put me under some real pressure, but, you know, I, I just didn't believe that the cream always rises to the top, yeah. so the result was never in doubt. And do you think you can permanent. get promoted in the, the quiz league? Yeah, I think I can get promoted. I think um, you're not you going to take it game by game. I think I can step up to the um, Wolves Poddy now on the Express and Star and do their quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think I'll do well against Judah and, and Spear. So bring it on, really. Bring it on. Yeah. Anyway, that's it then. That's well it. done on the quiz. Day. Well done. Well, well done. done. Right well Say, let, right us, let us know how you got on. Uh, tell us, hey, honestly, tell us out of 10 how you got on the quiz. Uh, let us know. And that's it, everybody. That is the podcast done for our Connor Christmas special. And at the moment, it's the only, it's the last podcast planned for this year of 2017. Uh, does anybody. <laughs> what a relief. Um, any highlights of 2017 at all, gentlemen, at all? Jeff Shea. Just Jeff. Just Jeff? Yeah. Oh. There were some good moments this year. Stark Liverpool away. Oh yeah, Liverpool yeah. away from yeah. Um, yeah. Buying Neves in general. Jeff Just the whole summer saga of yeah, all the players yeah. that we was linked with and actually Jeff, signing Neves. Jeff Pentandori is a good one. I'm leaning to one side like I'm imagining it in a bubble <laughs> above my head. <laughs> a montage in your head. A montage, yeah. 
I mean, that's Ireland says it already, isn't it? Yeah, I've so just never. I just nothing on top Liverpool away. This well, nothing for me. Mm. Liverpool away was just something else. Yeah. It could have been Man City away, couldn't it? Could have been. Could have. Yeah, that, have. yeah, that wasn't a bad experience. Could have been. Yeah, it's been a great year, really. It has been a fantastic. If you said at the start of this year you're going to be going to be top of the championship, probably maybe by by about four points. Storm the, the way we're playing, some you know good cup runs as well. Super. You would have laughed it off, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah. And the fact of pissing everyone off on the way as well just yeah. makes it even... The league and cup double still on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Nuno loves a cup run. Does he actually... Is he a fan of cups? He, he, he got, he, he's got a collection of different variety of cups in his house. <laughs> Didn't he get, like, Rio Ave to, like, the, the cup? Did he? he to to the cup. To the, the cup in the kitchen. He qualified. I f- yeah, I think... He what, got, I've got Rio to... Ave to the Europa and that, I'm sure. That was for, it, like, Was it Braga? I remember. He's done something. Has he managed Braga? I've just made that up. I've just made that up, haven't I? Yeah. Probably worth Never managed Braga. Exactly. points deducted on the quiz as far as <laughs> <Yeah>. scrambling and <laughs> all. Right, and that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Hill and Smith Limited and Upper Creative. You can follow us all week on social media for your loves and trolls. Just type in Wolves Fancast and you will find us there. And we'll be back at the moment in the new year, 2018, to talk all things Wolves, of course. It's been great, gentlemen. See you on the other side. Bye from Luke. Uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Bye from Dan. Stay safe, everyone. Bye from Chris. Happy Christmas, all. And it's bye from me. Have a good Christmas and a Happy New Yeareth. <laughs>